everyone, and welcome to Early Childhood Chatter with Dr. Shipley and Dr. Heald. We will upload a new episode every other week on Wednesdays. Twice a month, we come to you with a 10-minute professional development that you can quickly listen to for new ideas to try. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. Today, we have Maura Kelly with us, and Maura is a lifelong learner who has a passion for making connections and building a network of responsive innovators that focus on what's best for our students. Currently, she is an instructional coach and an adjunct professor. She works with kindergarten through 12th grade students, teacher candidates, educators, and other like-minded professionals on the daily. Every day is different for her. Welcome, Maura. Thank you. And it is every day is different. (laughs) (laughs) That makes the job fun, right? (laughs) Oh, it's it's unexpected. Like today I was subbing. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah, everything. er, Your your day goes faster when you don't know what's going on. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Maura, the title of your session is Stop, Drop, and Roll, Supporting Our New Teachers. This is so important because we have new teachers listening. We have people that are veteran teachers out there that are supporting new teachers. So why is it so important and why did you choose the title of this session? Well, I I think that is a crisis. I think uh, we have uh, new teachers uh, coming in, very few at this point into the profession, and we have a lot of teachers leaving at a, at a higher amount. So the exodus is, is alarming and uh, startling, to say the least. So I think it's really important for districts to um, provide capacity to build relationships, connections, and um, resilience, really, in our teachers, especially our new teachers. I can remember back, it seems like yesterday, I can remember walking into this classroom that had materials, but you know, I wasn't really sure what to do and where to go. And I, I, and and it's just so much and so overwhelming. So I did hear that you have a new teacher network. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, exactly. We have, uh, we created a new teacher network where once a month we gather all the new teachers in the district and we, we check in, we um, talk about, you know, communication, especially around like parent teacher conference time. We talk about uh, expectations at each building. And then we also talk about risk taking and, um, you know, taking a step towards their passions, um, really to build that, that trust and also encourage hope for the future. Um, behavior management is also a hot topic always, but uh, I was just working with a student teacher this morning who, um, you know, is just, it's, it's, it's pretty scary to get out in front of a classroom of your own and mm-hmm. start learning your presence. So we also work with that that energetic presence is what we kind of talk it through as uh, how do you um, relay learning and have fun. So I love that. And I think that even if you don't have that new teacher network, like set and established, I think one, you could make, make one, right. Mm -hmm. Or you could still be doing this, even if there's not a bunch of teachers. So what is the feedback that you're getting from those participants that's actually in this network? It's, it's high. It's actually, it's really great um, in the sense that for the most part on a Likert scale, they're above um, the mid, mid range of feeling you know, provided for, supported, and um, successful. In addition to the new teacher network, we have mentoring within our district. So they have a mentor that's assigned to them, but sometimes it's just helpful to have other like minded uh, new teachers in the room and kind of bounce off ideas because what could be my struggle might not be 
your struggle and um, to kind of talk through like what worked for you uh, is, is, is that collaboration that's so important in education. Yeah. You know, that is so important. Like I said, I can remember just being full of excitement and emotions, um, but at the same time, not knowing where to start. Uh, What advice do you have for a new teacher who is just hired into an early childhood education environment as like a first starting point? Oh, gosh, I think first starting point, and I hope that most districts have this, is is get to know your PLC, who you're working with, um, and, and what's, what's, you know, their take on the building. I think, honestly, getting that sense of belonging first off helps open the door for everything else that's to come. Um, so, so what is the, that this, I need to know about this building and this position? Um, and then making those connections, like I said, that collaboration piece is so important for our new teachers. So I, I like to make sure that new teachers know that they're not alone. Yes. Other people out there that are facing the same things. So with these teachers that you're helping right now, what are the obstacles that you're seeing that that some of our listeners might also be seeing so they don't feel alone? And what, how are they trying to overcome these obstacles or how are you mentoring them to get through these obstacles? Great questions. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't even know if I should mention the, the monkey in the, in the room on everyone's back is COVID. And so how do, you, how do you teach with COVID? How do you teach with masks or if we go remote and pivot teaching? So how are you prepared? And that's, that's one of the main things that, that uh, new teachers are nervous about. In addition, it's, it's, it's also how do, I, um, how do I meet all the learners' needs? And so one of our biggest um, action that most our teachers want support with is analyzing data to make informed decisions for small groups. And so that's that ECE piece of um, who has it, who doesn't have it. It's that data protocol. So how do I how do I do that in a timely fashion in the classroom, right on the spot? Um, that's that is one of our biggest concerns that our new teachers have coming in. Is so how do I meet all the learners' needs, let alone make sure Billy doesn't doesn't mess with Susie and um, everyone's safe and healthy. <laughs> Right. I always say that differentiation is one of the hardest things that you will ever do as a teacher to ensure that you are taking a child and making the plan for them. And so you're exactly right. Yeah. And some of the things we talk about are those, those strategies, the differentiation strategies of, okay, so I just um, observed this activity. I noticed that these three don't quite have it yet. What can I do right now for those three to intervene? And so those are the strategies that we kind of discuss. Um, We did a lot of discussion with, brought in some um, other teachers within different buildings to share uh, their experiences. So it's not just coming from me or the curriculum director or anyone else. It's it's from their their colleagues. Yeah. What, you know, when we use that data to drive our instruction and our curriculum, we're really able to see the most monumental gains in our students because we're truly meeting them where they are and providing them with the support to move them forward from that point. So that's great. Um, Maura, for our audience, we generally have three takeaways. If you were to give our listeners three things that you want them to know about your session and perspective, what would those be? Oh my gosh. Well, networking builds community and community fosters our new teachers to stay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So it's crucial to retention. So those two things, the networking, the build the community. So making sure the colleagues, they know who they can go to. They have someone they can in each building or they have a mentor they can talk to. 
and that retention piece is, is then fostered with that support. And I don't know, you probably have heard the story about a marigold and the oak tree. And we always like to talk to our staff about being a marigold for all. And so I talk to our new teachers about finding their marigolds. So be a marigold for your colleagues. So that means be a good listener, try to be problem solving, positive, and solution focused. Perfect. I love that. Be a marigold for your um, colleagues. That's something I've never thought about. So that's something that they can definitely take with them and use today. Because even with veteran teachers, we all need support. So I love that. Um, as we end, what is one challenge that you want to share with our listeners that they can take and try? Oh, my gosh. Well, today in today's world, mental health is so key. And, and you hit the nail on the head. Everyone needs a marigold. And so I challenge everyone to reach out to a teacher and check in on them. All teachers, every veteran, new, and just they need connections and they need support. And it could be something that they hadn't thought that you cared as a veteran teacher. And that could just be something that turns their day around. And for a new teacher, they can finally maybe exhale and say, I have this question. <laughs> I didn't know who to go to. 100%. Before we end, I'll tell you that I was using the, the, the kids' bathroom the entire first year. Nobody told me that there was a bathroom for teachers. And so that was somewhere I needed a marigold to check on me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so true, though. Yeah. Even the, the supply closet, you know, just the little uh -huh. things. <laughs> You're exactly right. Maura, thank you so much for being here. This was great, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye.